0: In the last step, we looked at how apparently big numbers might not still seem so big when you take into account things like time. In those examples, and others like them, time is probably the most important thing to take into account. How many times will you be paying this sum of money? But in other cases, there are other things to take into account as well. In this step, we'll look at how numbers can be stripped of important context that help to inform you whether they're big numbers or not. Does 0.1% sound like a big number? Probably not. If you told me something about 0.1% of people who live in Sheffield, I have a sense of how many people that is because I know the size of the city. If you told me something about 10% of the food I eat in a week, I can guess at that. If you told me that 0.1% of people who took a flight between London and Hong Kong between 1990 and 1998 ate a specific dish in flight and asked me to guess how many bread rolls that meant the caterers had to bake, I would have no idea if that's a lot of bread rolls or not because I don't have that sort of information at my fingertips. This kind of context is crucial in understanding whether numbers are big or not. 2% might sound like a small number of people, but if it's of all people in the world, it's a lot. 80% might sound like a lot of people, but if it's people who work in my building, it's a lot less. How might this work in practice? Let's look at an example. There's been debate in the UK recently about the country's military spending. NATO has a target for its member states, of which the UK is one, to spend a minimum of 2% of their GDPs on defence. The UK has done so ever since it's been a member of NATO, but recent budget projections suggested it might fall short in the future. Once again, though, it's important to consider whether 2% is a lot. At face value, 2% doesn't sound like a lot, it's a small fraction of GDP. In the financial year 2014-15, the UK spent £36 billion on defence, which was 2.2% of GDP. If the spending had been exactly 2%, the overall spend would have been 10% less. Unless you have overall GDP figures at your fingertips, £36 billion sounds like a lot more than 2%. As well as this, When we think about defence spending as 2% of something, we're comparing defence spending with a country's entire gross domestic product, rather than the amount that country spends. Defence spending as 2% of GDP is different from defence spending as 2% of overall spending. Going back to the year 2014-15, overall government spending in that year was about 43% of GDP. That means That the spending of £36 billion, or 2.2% of GDP on defence, corresponds to 5.1% of government spending. So, in order to understand if spending 2% of GDP on defence is a lot, we need to understand how much money this is in total and what fraction of government spending it corresponds to in order to compare defence spending with other government spending. So not only can 2% sound like a little or a lot, it can also be legitimate to describe this very same number as 5.1%, which obviously sounds like a little more than two and a half times as much. In order to make sense of data in the media, when we see percentages quoted, we should be asking, as a percentage of what? But also, how much does 100% actually correspond to? Whether that 100% is a number of people, a sum of money, or something else.